0: Welcome to Fort Dram and Gold. Today, we're going to do a quick hitter because, shit, why not? All right. So we had no plan on recording today, but a couple of things happened. Um, we talked about Rudy in our last show. My buddy Dick here sent me a dick pic of a ESPN post where today, 24 years ago, the movie Space Jam was released. So, my brain got rolling a little bit. And then DeAndre Hopkins had to remind me of how bad the Texans fudged up this offseason. So, I said, boom, we're making an episode. We picked a bottle and we're going to talk sports movies while we enjoy some Old Forester 1920.
1: And for those who aren't familiar with Old Forester 1920, um, we're talking about a 115 proof whiskey here. Um, it's got a quite a very pleasing, pleasurable if some would say nose and palate we actually recently reviewed it uh, in a a whiskey group and we both find to uh, actually enjoy it quite a bit it's become a at least for me a new favorite um one of the other things that happened today and i think it's late breaking as we're recording this is will muschamp is no longer the head coach of the other usc so what does that mean how important is that do we really give a shit so, we'll talk about a few of those items today and let's just kick it off. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, let's talk about it, Kurt. How are you feeling about that?
0: Oh, I, I wanted to drink. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to instantly drink. I mean, But how does it's that funny. make you feel? Well, like it's like a big no shit. You knew that was going to happen. So, as I'm watching the play, I see DeAndre Hopkins by himself. All right. He's solo to the left. I'm like, okay, that's where the ball's going. You literally just have to throw it up there to him for a chance. Sure enough, Kyle Murray does Kyle Murray things. Gets his chance to just flick his wrist, and the ball goes 50 y- yards. And then what do you know? 50-50 ball. That's not 50-50 when Hop goes up. That's 80-20. And what do you know?
1: Boom. Got Dagger. Them hops. Got them hops.
0: I mean, you knew that was going to happen to the Texans. You knew it was one of those things that they were going to regret
1: and here we are sitting at the records where they're at. But so you're you're really dealing with decisions made by a man that's no longer there. And now they're even talking about Romeo Chromeout Chrome. Ro- what is it? Cornell? The fuck is his name? I don't want to talk about that because I don't want that to happen. I love the guy, but no, it's not that hard. Yeah, but they're talking about him making the the full time uh, full time head coach. I mean, let's just kick it around. I mean, who else? What other options do you have this year? Or next get year. No other options. The second the uh, the second that Bill O'Brien was gone,
0: I said get Eric Benemy. That's it. No interviewing, there's nothing else to do. You have the offensive coordinator right now, putting him with Deshaun Watson. Well, I mean, what else? They were saying that they may have to go with Romeo because of the whole they don't know how interviews are gonna be able to go during the offseason. Make the phone call and hire the guy. The end. All right. So, movies. Sports movies. This was one of those that I didn't have to really do any research at all. Oh.
1: You want to talk about the nose on this 1920, though, first? This is actually my second bottle. That bottle um, I bought actually went into the creation of the 1915 that we've talked about that we'll actually be drinking, hopefully, here in a few weeks if you don't get the COVID. And on the flip side of that it's actually been airing out for me and i'll admit i think the taste palette is a little bit different and the nose slightly different from the last time we drank it so um i'm curious what are you getting on your nose yeah this was one of those bottles i didn't have to let open up i loved it from the
0: first glass um the nose as i'm diving back into it again yeah it's still there i'm getting chocolate And um, some brown sugar, but I remember from the tasting we did, I get like a vanilla ice cream thing. Of course, it's going to have some heat because it's 115, but I actually get a nice smooth vanilla ice cream back there.
1: Yeah, I get the same ones. I get uh, the vanilla, the chocolate, and if I look back at some of the notes that we made last time, or at least I took, you you get a little bit of oak, um, but I also picked up blackberry off of the nose and it's very odd um, like a blackberry and a cherry sort of and I've been trying to really place what that sweet consistent flavor through the nose even onto the palate is I think that's where I keep coming back to is it's like a a dark uh, fruit.
0: All right, we'll get to the taste more towards the end let's get into this movies conversation man because I think we could be here all night didn't have to do too much research one of those that once we decided once I said let's do this topic I knew we were going to be able to rift. So we came up with a couple categories as we sit and enjoy this glass of 1920. But before we get into those categories, let's talk about ones that maybe didn't make our list, but you enjoy watching over and over and over. You got any of those?
1: Yeah, I've actually got quite a few of those. Um, I think for me, I mean, you've got the cl- They didn't make my list on these categories that we built out. Yeah, but I think they're definitely honorable mentions that we we can't not talk about. Remember the Titans? I mean, that's a that's a classic one. At least we were growing up, right? It was one of those we think we all did the fucking dance in the in the locker room. Although Kurt here doesn't like to talk about high school. Um, <laughs> that's a drink. And <laughs> let me go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, I think you got Moneyball. I mean, oh, you can even talk about Dodgeball, right? That's a it's an American classic right there. Um, The one that was really sticking out to me, though, that I didn't put on this list, but Days of Thunder. I mean, I remember growing up watching that all the time. I mean, that was in Tom Cruise's heyday. And the lines, the, I don't know, the creation, the story behind it, were just so, like, 1980s raw, but at the same time, it wasn't this true you know heroic story all the way through like you've seen a lot of these sports movies where you know who the good guy is and he's the good guy all the way through i mean cole trickle tom cruise the character in that movie was just all over the place and i don't know man i i really to this day that movie's on i'm watching it on tnt yeah this is going to be a classic like dick kurt differences are so obvious <laughs>
0: i wasn't thinking i'm thinking like basketball i love that movie i don't That's know how many team. times i've drank to that movie i'm thinking airborne did you ever watch airborne with jack black like very young jack black skating movie no you said airborne and i got triggered by i was thinking about covid so i'm good well i again dick being dick um i love that movie that was one of those disney classics they showed over and over on disney and then uh, did you ever see sidekicks with chuck Norris?
1: yes did you ever see Airbud? oh god (laughs) yes (laughs) we talk let's talk about chuck norris boom golden retriever (laughs) man's best friends man (laughs) no those are great i mean obviously i guess basketball is going to be a
0: little bit more mature than your uh your air your airborne and your sidekick but i love that movie man Um, well
1: does beer fest count
0: as a sports movie? I mean, you're, that was the only sports I participated <laughs> in in college. That's all I had.
1: I got nothing if it's not for that. I mean, that has to be an honorable mention. The one thing that really pissed me off about that movie, though, is when you got to the very end, it, there was supposed to be a sequel called Weed Fest, and it never happened. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, what about this? What's the, Let's put a rags to riches, climbs through the rankings of the underground world of beer pong movie together. That'd be great. People would see that. People, yeah. would, people would come, Dick. People would most definitely come. Eh? Ah, you get that? Field, field of Dreams? We could have had a whole Kevin Costner category if we wanted to. Oh, The Rookie? Amazing movie. God, that's Dennis Quaid. Oh, Dick. yeah. <laughs> My bad. Man, you did have a rough night last night, didn't Ooh. you? Last
1: two nights, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, party animal. Oh, yeah, I wish. Field of Dreams, fantastic. The natural, the natural is one of those ones that's that what I was getting may about. possibly like it's not on any of my categories, but I love the natural man. The scene well, at the end with the baseball and the, the lights,
1: isn't that all baseball movies? Dick, you make the pitch or the hit. Um, but let's let's give our our listeners a little insight into these categories we keep talking about. So the categories we landed on we got three. And we have an underrated category. Think of that as your, you know, under $20 bottle, the one that you're gonna, you know, buy and you're okay mixing a little coke into it, making a, a cocktail. It's not anything you're gonna, you know, cry about, um, someone spoiling, right? Then we got like the best lines category. And let's think of that as our. 20 to or 21 to $50 bottle. You're always going to drink this neat. You're not going to break the bank though. And then let's think about our favorite of all time. These are $50 plus bottles. You know, the ones that we talked about. What's our wife bitching about? These are the ones we're coming home with. But no matter what, if we see it, we're watching it or we're buying it. All right. So I laid out those categories. Um, let's start from the top. So underrated. Kurt, what's yours? All right. Underrated.
0: I'm going to go with 2011's The Warrior. All right. MMA movie. Two brothers coincidentally fighting at the end. Tom Hardy. Badasses. I mean, I love that movie. I can literally watch the last final scenes of that movie by themselves over and over and over. All the the final, like, three fighting scenes. Very similar to... Eminem's eight mile final rap battle scenes. Love the warrior. You got Nick Nolte crying in his room, just screaming, Turn the ship
1: around. (laughs) Gets me every time. So, Tom Hardy's fighting his brother. Is his brother Ed Hardy? We're
0: going to toss that one up to a loss. Uh, A
1: little college station humor for you folks. Oh, man. <clears throat> what about you? Um, so this one I put is underrated, but truth be told, it really holds a really special place in my heart. Um, and it's it contends for the favorite spot, but the replacements, right? So you got Keanu Reeves, one of, in my opinion, one of his better roles. He doesn't have many bad roles, but completely underrated a lot of people haven't seen it unless you've seen it like on tnt randomly on like a you know a saturday afternoon um but it's actually one that i ran across when i was a kid it just come out and I, I saw it a blockbuster of all places let's date ourselves on that one i was like oh this looks interesting i like keanu reeves you know the matrix all right cool i picked it up and i think i watched that movie Who doesn't like keanu reeves it's a very good point but I watched that one probably six or seven times that weekend, and then it is a main staple for me. I mean, you got Gene Hackman, Keanu Reeves. Um, it's this rags-to-riches kind of story. But, but, you know, it's a guy who's getting a second shot, right? He's getting a second shot, and it's not just Keanu Reeves. It's, it's the entire supporting cast around him. And just the, the quips and the anecdotes are just, I don't know. They, they, they make me laugh no matter how many times I've seen it. And then you've got the classic... Um, You know, after the bar fight, jail uh, scene where they're 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 dancing, "I will survive," that <laughs> is that is so fucking funny. <laughs> that is a classic.
0: I'm surprised. I, I, knowing you for as long as I have, I would have thought that replacements would have been your favorite.
1: So I'm interested to see what you go with there. Fair enough. So next next category on that line is best lines.
0: All right. Uh, so this would be your best one-liners. What movie have you quoted the most? Which one has all the, you know, quick quirks that you can throw into almost any scenario? I'll I'll let you answer that one first.
1: Look at me, I'm the Water Boy. I've got a wooden spoon. <laughs> it's the Water Boy, man. I mean, oh, was that was that what that was?
0: <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, I, I. guy. <laughs> I was, I couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> I'm just more in awe that for the first time in our long, long friendship,
1: I hear your first Adam Sandler. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Uh, I'm disappointed all the time in my my ability to um, quote not quote but imitate people. Um, but I mean, like Vicky showed me them boobies, and I liked like <laughs> that whole movie, like. <laughs> <laughs> from, from like the very beginning and then you get like the lawnmower she's driving the Porsche and then I, I think about like Vicky at the very end where she calls it's going to be like 2832 or some shit like that and that reporter like looking at her like what the fuck <laughs> how did she <laughs> uh, <laughs> he loves his mama all right, that's, that's an all time great I think hands down that's probably my favorite Adam Sandler movie It's a whole
0: other show in its own. I mean, you've got wedding singer, you've got everything, but I'm still Oh I know. (laughs) I'm still in shock. I don't so I'm just so disappointed, but (laughs) you get an A for effort, my friend. A for effort.
1: Appreciate it. it. So when I
0: think of quotes and I think of one liners, it's gotta be it's gotta be major league. Easy. All the quick little i mean you've got the announcer with a just a tad bit outside you've got that you've got the marbles thing that we did a couple weekends ago that i don't think anybody caught that or the
1: what about the fuck you joe
0: boo i'll do it myself yes and then of course the classic only one thing left to do go win the whole fucking thing which funny every time i've actually used that in my life it's never
1: worked out (laughs) never Uh, but it's cool uh, to say it is indeed yeah that's it's a great movie um i i really think that the one thing i remember from well not i don't know remember the one thing that still sticks out to me today is every time i watch an Allstate commercial i'm like oh that's the joe boo (laughs) guy that's the only way i know his name That's what I know from. Did you get did you watch SNL this past weekend? Are you talking about the one that was post election or from last night? Post election with Dave Chappelle. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna get
0: into that skit because that was definitely one of those SNL skits where you have to be Dave Chappelle to pull it off.
1: But he did (laughs) that's pretty much
0: everything, Dave Chappelle though. He did the Allstate guy. Whew. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Check (laughs) check that out
0: when you get a chance.
1: Uh, Um Wasn't that where Pete Davidson's like standing in the back, like losing his shit, trying to hold it together? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I really am made of chocolate. All right.
0: So before we get into the final topic, and then we actually give our rating at the end on 1920, what are you getting on the taste there, Dick?
1: So I'm going to do a combination of the two, because frankly, I haven't been digging very good notes. Um, When I look at... The combination of the tasting palettes. I got vanilla both times. Um, got a little cherry on the last time, and I would say that's still there. And then your classic cinnamon. The one that I think has been kind of odd for me on this, and maybe I'm placing starting to place it after drinking it so much, is like a it's like a chocolate covered um like raspberry or something like that. That taste that I get on the back end, and I've been really hard for me to, to really nail down that sweetness. I'm thinking of those dried raspberries, cranberries, that you can buy in the bag like Sam's or Costco, and they're chocolate-covered. My mom always puts them out for the holidays, and that's what this tastes like to me.
0: I can, see that. I can see that chocolate-covered raspberries because unlike this the um, unlike the nose on this one where it was very you know more chocolate vanilla I'm getting fruit on the taste actually so raspberries I could see and you saying chocolate covered raspberries I can I can get that the mine's more of a like a cherry a little bit of that you know I think I get this with all the higher proofs. If it's a bad higher proof, you know, it's it's the heat, heat, heat. But on the good higher proofs, like we've talked about, like Maker's Mark, cast strength, I yep. get that good syrup, like yeah. the, maybe like a cola syrup, not necessarily a maple syrup. And this one definitely has that,
1: like a, like a high end maple syrup or something like that.
0: Not not necessarily maple syrup. Like I said, like a cola, like a cola syrup. You know, as if I'm back in the 1950s, like a cola.
1: No, like a. I got, I got fucking like a high fructose corn syrup. (laughs) Yes, cola. Yes, like I'm I'm I'm
0: changing out the the machine with the
1: fucking (laughs) the dispenser with the syrup. I've never done that. Have you had a job where you had to do that? Uh, I worked at a burger
0: joint back in the day but i never if it was time to change that out i was the go grab somebody else that knew how to do it guy uh, okay so back to the leader of cola um <laughs> yeah like a good syrup good fruit a little little different than the the nose that i had but still just great great taste
1: speaking of I great really taste, i really like this no it's good like, it's a solid like I know you had the 1920, what 1897, right? Or you had the old Forester 1897 rather, mm-hmm. and you didn't like it. Not at all. And we kept seeing people like, oh, old forester, old forester. And I watched it on a couple of reviews too. And I was I was to be honest with you, I was I was really hesitant actually buying these bottles because they're not cheap. You know, I think 1910's like 51 and 1920 is like 55 or something like that. No, and we've talked about this on
0: the show where I've told you my theory if I don't like if I don't like a brand's lower end stuff, I don't tend to like their higher end stuff, and I don't want to throw them under the bus, but I'll say Hooper Tuverd uh, label <laughs> brand, and you know my theory on oh, it's the stuff I don't like just longer in the barrel. That wasn't the case with this. I did not like the 1897 um, I ended up killing the bottle by making multiple Old Fashions. That was a game changer for it. But 1920, I'm I'm really enjoying. But that goes back. Maybe it's because it's in my sweet spot.
1: Maybe, maybe. I mean, last night, you know, my buddy and I killed a bottle of uh, High West uh, Rendezvous Rye or the the Double Rye rather. Um, the Double Rye, and I had it was a single barrel selection through Specs. And he does not like bourbon as much as I try to get him to drink it. He is not a fan, and he typically drinks PD scotches. I've got him into Lagavulin, you know the, the eleven, the eight, the sixteen, hell even the fifteen, which is a limited edition. He loves it. I've got him into, I think it's Kilcoman, Kil something like that, Um, and he he likes all of that. But the tricky thing is last night. I was like, "Hey, man, you want to try drinks? Try some of this." He's like, "Yeah, let me try it." He smelled it, and I was like, "What are you getting on it?" He's like, "He couldn't really place it, but then he drank it, and I don't know if it's because it's a double rye, but Kurt, I want your opinion on this." He really liked like the spiciness of that rye, like from the standpoint of like it was more like um, savory rather than sweet, like bourbon is. So. I'm curious from your perspective if i try to break him into more rise knowing that he likes that peaty he likes that savory he's not really a big sweets guy do you think getting him into like something like a Sazerac would be a good idea or would you go a different direction
0: so the only thing i can think of is you know when i was doing scots when i first got into whiskey it doesn't have as much heat at times, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a lighter, not watered down because that means I'm, that sounds like I'm insulting it, but maybe just the less heat on it. So, yeah, I guess Rise would be great. Has he ever, and have you ever, for that matter, have you ever had the Glen Fittage 14 year old that's uh, I think it's what aged in bourbon barrels? Have you ever had that one? No, it's a nice, it's a cool looking bottle. It's one, it's in a case, it's a big blue case. Um, and it was one of the first scotches I've ever had. And if you're trying to have a buddy transition from scotch to bourbon, or even just give it a shot, I'd, I'd recommend that. Cause it's literally the best of both worlds. You got scotch in bourbon barrels. And that was one of those that I bought hmm. and I was like, ah, I ran out of everything else to drink. I found that in the back of my cabinet and I was like, oh, I still have this and killed it maybe within two days. It's really good. And if, if I'd, I'd say grab it just for y'all to just uh, kind of see what his
1: input is if he's more of a scotch guy. So, Kurt, I think that's a, a great recommendation. I might take you up on that. Something hit my mind, though, and I wanted to tell you, and I hadn't told you yet. This is probably a good time to do it. Mm-hmm. I was at Specs, headed over to his house. I picked up that, that double rye. And as I'm checking out and see my Specs guy, and I was like, hey, man, can you check me out? He's like, sure. So he goes and, you know, brings me up and, you know, i pay paying everything. And I was like, hey, are you getting anything, you know, interesting in here in the next you know, week or so? Because they just typically get trucks on Tuesday and Wednesdays. And I got a call last week to pick up some uh, Rockford Farms. So we're going to be um, trying that in the next couple of weeks when you get here. But he said they're actually going to be getting Old Forester 150 this week. And he put me on the list. So, um Fingers crossed I get a call. I'll let you know as soon as I do. But it's another one of those. I already told my wife, I was like, you're not going to like what it costs, but I'm going to have to buy it.
0: (laughs) And see, this goes back to grow your bourbon friend circle. Yeah, exactly. I am striking out left and right until the smoke wagon a couple weeks ago. Dick's over here just picking up everything that I'm dreaming of. So there you go. Best of both worlds. Um, It's Glen Fittage. It's a single malt. It's aged fourteen years and it's a bourbon barrel reserve. So um, to give you the exact specifics on that bottle, I was taking, I was talking about earlier, and it's cool and having the cabinet. One of those classic Scotch
1: uh, cases, blue, looks good. All, all right. right. So let's go and transition to our last item of the segment, the last category, our favorite movies of all time, favorite sports movies of all time. So, Kurt, do you want me to do this first or you want to go first? Uh, You can take it. All right. So, I'll go first. And they think this is probably a lot of people's, um, especially if you're a football guy. Remember, the Titans is way up there. But I'm going to have... We already gave them an our, a honorable mention. I'm going to have to say Varsity Blues. <clears throat> Ooh, that's a good one. Everything about that movie. I mean, it's the classic you know, story about trying to get out of a small town and what's your ticket out and having this weight of your family on your back as a, you know, a really good quarterback and wanting more than that. Like, that's not your life. But you know what? At the end of the story, what do they do? I mean, they take old dickhead coach, basically kick him out of the locker room in the second half. They pull together as a team and, you know, win the game. I mean, that's it's, it's a story. Spoiler alert. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, we, we should probably start this with a spoiler alert. But I don't know. It's Texas football, damn it. What's not it is like? Texas football. The Coyotes. What's not to like? I'm into that. You know, that would, that would have been a good one for your best one-liners. I, I, you know what? There's so many of them. But it, is, I think all of the one-liners are pretty much related to Billy Bob. And if they're not, I'm probably misremembering them. But all older. the good ones... I,
0: it's got everything. It's got your going to see quarterback your... coming in. I mean,
1: yeah. It's frigging... going to see your, your high school math teacher at a strip club. Great. Every
0: every kid's stream. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a story. <laughs> now, I had to go with the one that I've seen the most. Now, I know we did some honorable mentions earlier. I almost went unnecessary roughness on this one. I love unnecessary roughness, and when I thought about the movies that I've seen the most, that's probably up there. I still have dreams. Sometimes I'll go out on the farm and I'll throw the pigskin at the scarecrow a hundred times a day, hoping that somebody's going to come knock at my door. I do that living in a a, a city setting, but anyway, um, I went with the movie that I have seen the most. It's got to be Hoosiers, man. It's got to be Hoosiers. Gene Hackman favorite actor of all time. You know, we said Kevin Costner could have his own category. Gene Hackman's the goat in my book. And I've seen Hoosiers probably almost as many times as I've seen the movie Goodfellas. So we're talking 90 something times. Love Hoosiers. That's that's got to be my all-time favorite. Indiana basketball, small guy versus big guy—you know, underdog
1: story—what's not to love? For sure. I mean, one of mine and one of yours both have the same coach in it. Well, we went down a couple rabbit holes, but you know, I'm gonna go here, and we we may leave this in, we may take it out, but there's three, one movie, and two shows I want to get your thoughts on, and I'll, I'll give my initial thought, but I want I want your thought. Because I don't think we've ever talked about this. Um, any given Sunday. Ooh. Al Pacino. Like, how did that not make our honorable Lynch mention list earlier? Because this was
0: one of those where there was so, so many.
1: You know, if
0: the l- listeners are going to be like, you missed this one, this one, this one. Any given Sunday. Has email a- us and
1: tell us what we missed and why <laughs> it's better than what we picked. Any given Sunday has
0: probably the greatest motivating scene ever in the locker room. I've been doing this a long time. We either come together as a team or we crumble, which I totally misquoted, but something like that. You know where I'm going. That scene, I don't care if I'm taking out the trash. I'm going to take out the trash with fucking vengeance, man. That scene gets me pumped. I'm if just I'm glad. changing my son's diaper, I feel bad for my son because I'm going to change the shit
1: out of that diaper if I hear that speech. Well, hopefully you do change the shit out of that diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad that I'm not the only one giving bad impressions tonight.
0: That was a great Pacino impression. Well,
1: Every time good. I try to get out, they bring me back in. <laughs> All right, okay next one and this is a this is a wild one because there was one season of it 11 episodes but when it hit it was the shit for me
0: i know what you're talking about and i'm gonna say playmakers
1: Um, on espn
0: yes it sucked oh you're okay you know all right how was
1: season two it didn't have one okay exactly yeah. But there, there's a lot of shows that had one season that I really like. Maybe I just have bad taste in shows. But well, that, was the one,
0: that was the one that it ended with a flag on the play and the season ended and that was
1: it. It was the one scene that I really remember like as far as sports is – He's doing this like showboating dance as he's running toward the end zone, and the guy comes up behind him and slaps the ball out of his hand. And then I remember that happening like in real life, like two years later watching a football game. <laughs> and I was like, see? You should have watched season two.
0: You know, as we're talking about it, maybe that show was badass because I, I have two scenes <laughs> that are sticking out now that I think about it. The scene where he throws the, the touchdown pass behind his back, which I, Pat Mahomes, tried to imitate several times.
1: You know Pat um, Mahomes watched that show, and yeah. that's why he started doing shit. Like
0: and then there's a scene where the coach is sitting there with the veteran running back, and he's all, "This is the difference between a four-four and a four-six, uh, something like that." Yeah, I guess it was okay. <clears throat> I I maybe saw a couple of episodes. You know, I wasn't. It was it a, you ESPN. saw more than a couple. Yeah, now that I think about it, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm thinking about it a bit more. It was an ESPN. It was like their first show, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was like out of nowhere. I mean, a really good production quality have too. they had any shows since then? I don't know. No, I mean, which is odd when you think about it. Not from the same point that like it didn't happen then because I get why they didn't. Like they didn't have necessarily the capital to do it, but they're owned by Disney now. Like why not go reprieve some of those good ideas? It doesn't make forth?
0: shitty things.
1: I mean, we're both sitting here reminiscing about it and it yeah. doesn't sound that oh. shitty. I mean, when you talk about production quality and just like the idea about it, I was like, it, okay,
0: Dick is a douche, so he's gonna hit me with either Playmakers or Blue Mountain State, but no, no not Blue Mountain State. One season of Blue Mountain State, I think. So, yeah, I, I, just, knew, I knew right away once you started talking.
1: I just liked like any given Sunday and Playmakers. I felt like had the same kind of production quality with them. Like they were, they were that same like viewpoint and it was that raw uncut piece. And I'll leave it at that. My last one here, and this is one of my favorite shows, at least for like the last, like, I don't know, six years, my wife and I would wait until like July when this finally dropped ballers with the rock. Have you watched it? Have you seen it? No. Okay. I have not. You're missing out. There's very little sports in it, but it is all centered around the NFL and one former player, former player becoming a financial advisor, and parlaying that into a a tycoon esque empire. So the Rock. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's I like it because obviously it opens like with Lil Wayne as like the opening song to it. But on the flip side, they actually use the Rock's like My- University of Miami play tape as part of the intro to build out his character, and then he went and played they for the Dolphins. Yeah, they they one of them like he, tack, he I think he had a sack and he like stood up and he like flexed or something like that. They use that and then they they basically make him a pro player, a retired pro Miami Dolphin that like very similar in, to um, Jason Taylor or like why Zachary. he's a tall bald guy. Well, tall bald guy who played defensive end for those Miami Dolphins for a long time, but also um, what am I trying? What's his name? The linebacker from like the nineties, 2000s? Thomas? Zach Thomas, yeah. Texas Tech Red Raiders. Zach. Zach Zach Thomas. No, I mean he's not. He's not that win. But yeah, sure. That win. (laughs) You threw your guy, threw my guy. All right. Yeah, but my (laughs) guy didn't have as many injuries as your guy. That's true, but he's that
0: win. (laughs) Yeah, no, ballers. Ballers was okay. uh, From the way you're explaining it, because I have not seen it. You know, now I think about it, sports series except for Brockmire. I don't know why. I guess I'd rather watch sports or sports movies. You know, I'm a Entourage guy. I loved Entourage on HBO. That's probably my all time favorite. You know, but none of them compare to the league. Yes, sir, Dick. We will be talking a lot of quarterback talk in our next episode because as we were doing our. guess you'd call them outtakes. We had a whole side riff that deserves the attention of a full episode. So we'll be talking number one draft picks. We'll be talking quarterbacks overall. We'll be doing what's in our glass. We'll be talking about what our wives are bitching about again, because as I've said, Dick ran across these magical bottles that I just can't find. And I'll even leave you with a quote. In honor of the great Paul Horning, the Notre Dame legend, Green Bay Packer, who passed away this week. One of his all-time best quotes, never get married in the morning because you never know who you'll meet that night. Have a good one. To the next snap, to the next dram. Adios. Drink
1: on, my friends.